As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Derek, we are doing our official first Zoom interview with someone across the country in Los Angeles. So we'll start with introductions and then we'll dive right into the conversation because there's a lot of fun stuff to go over here. So what is going on? <laughs> hey guys, thanks for having me. Um, I'm Taylor, Taylor Carr. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and a mindset coach for women. And I have a bit of a woo-woo scientific spirituality combo method where I help women step back into their most powerful selves. Okay. So what made you, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. What made you get into that? Um, so long story short, when I was in my early 20s, I was 21, I was diagnosed with an incurable pain disorder. And um, I was going through treatments for it. It was really invasive, really painful, and really traumatizing. And it was all in my womb space. And, um, and when they told me that treatments weren't working, they wanted to put me on medication where I'd lose my hair. And at this point, I was just like, no, like I need to take my life back into my own hands. And as a 21-year-old girl, that was just a decision I made that day, that whatever it took to heal, that was what I was going to do, or I wasn't going to live. Jesus. You know, starting off real strong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with further context, you and I met years ago doing uh, personalized coaching for fitness and nutrition, and we never lost touch essentially because a lot of our viewers are like, where is this connection coming from? Like, how did these guys just randomly link up with someone in California? So that's how. Because um, we're famous. That's why. We're famous. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We're both super – the three of us are all super famous. Um, so we, we essentially never lost touch. And then when we started this podcast, I knew that there was a lot of incredible content that you could provide a lot of people help. Um, because most, most people, especially by us in Buffalo, don't really think about alternative ways to get quote unquote therapy outside of the usual, I'm just going to go to like 
let me just go to the shrink and there's like a negative connotation to it whereas on the west coast obviously you and i are very familiar with the entire environment and atmosphere is more welcoming it's more understanding and it allows opportunities like you to step into a role to further assist people with their issues so what was the transition like for you to essentially find this niche to help people because obviously we've stayed connected but there's a lot of like missing dots on where you and I first met to then what you do now. So what was that process like? Yeah, um, it, it's a lot. So I'm going to try to condense it because it's years and years. I mean, you and I met, what, six years ago. Yeah. Um, and the, that was part of the method of just trying something different because I was really willing to try anything that felt good. And that was sort of part of the process was I was in so much pain all the time. And I was 21 and I came out here to be an actress and I was working two and a half jobs and like people were like how are you even working with this i was in and out of the emergency room all the time with no relief so i just wanted to follow what felt good follow what brought me pleasure in any sense whatsoever um and i and i didn't realize that a at that time i didn't know how important nutrition was to healing the body but also that's just part of it because my mindset was really really held back in still living in my trauma and I didn't know, I didn't know that I was like so traumatized. I knew I had like a fucked up childhood and all that stuff, but like it happens. And that was sort of my thought process, like McDonald's and trauma, fuck it. But, um, <laughs> but, but I didn't realize that, that I actually did have to work through the trauma because illness comes from holding negative emotions or feelings or trauma or depression or anxiety in your body for too long and not processing it. And then on top of that, processing my own abusive childhood and drag addict dad who died and all of that stuff, I also had to process my own feminine lineage where I had to realize that being a woman for so many reasons felt shameful and I felt small and like parts of me were dirty or wrong and and the treatments I was going through, they were so invasive. My legs were open for so many different doctors. At some point I was like, where am I sacred? Like, wh how am, like, am I just this fucking piece of thing that the medical industry doesn't even care about because they're going off of this medical model of success and I don't have the same body as a man. And it was all of this, like just treating me like I was just something and not a woman whose emotions are deeply connected to everything going on with me. So. It took years of mindset work, practice, like figuring out how to dance like a goddess naked in my room just to like drop back into my body and feel attached to something because I was so deeply disassociated. I couldn't have sex without pain. So, so I thought that that was how I received love from men. And if I couldn't do that, I wouldn't be lovable and all of these things that as a woman we learn. So to undo just thousands of years of conditioning that told me that I wasn't sacred and I wasn't smart enough, and I wasn't this and this and this enough. Eventually, one day I woke up and I was like, I don't have pain today. I don't have pain today. And, and then from there, that snowballed into not just no pain, but extra pleasure. It was like I had reached this low in my life that was depression and pain and all of that stuff. So the, my capacity to receive pleasure was expanded a hundred times over. So that first time that you experienced that, was your initial, what was your initial thought is the reasoning behind it? Did you always think that it was because of this or was it like, what was the first thought of why I feel better? Why I feel better. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was such a process that I knew that what I was doing, what I was on the right path because it was trial and error. 
you know, like trying medication, trying treatment, trying pelvic floor physical therapy, trying um, nutrition and workouts and trying um, green juices, trying vegan, trying pescatarian, trying alkaline diet, um, yoga, meditation, acupuncture, healers, Reiki, like I tried everything. And, and the truth is, is that with something as um, sensitive as what I had, I had interstitial cystitis, uh, you can feel it immediately if it's triggering you or if it's okay. And I just continued to follow what was okay until it was extraordinary. And then extraordinary, I was like, okay, this, this is something. And, and the more I, I, I delved into this work, the more sensitive I got, the more clear headed I got, the more clear bodied I got, I was healthy, I was connected. Suddenly I was like in the middle of a spiritual awakening where everything was like overwhelming and hot and anxious and delicious and gorgeous and everything just, it was like this full, it, it's so hard to explain, but it's just everything came together in one and I was like, that's what it is. Yeah. And this is what women need to know, whether it's interstitial cystitis or pain or trauma or depression or just not quite feeling like myself. It's all the same. So were you surrounded by other people or is this all personal development that you did? And then you're like, well, then I'm just going to join like other hypnotherapists that are probably in the area and then have a conversation with them to realize, was I alone on this journey or are we all on the similar path to then get certified and then start doing it? So hypnotherapy was something that actually came to me later. Um, I had received hypnotherapy for my pain um, and also for being a hypochondriac because coming out of that, I literally thought any pain or sensation was like another issue. And I you know, now knowing how powerful the mind is, I was like, I need to nip that in the bud before I manifest another illness in my body. So I ended up going to a hypnotherapist. She helped me work through all of that. And she was so fantastic. I just kind of left it there and I didn't think much of it but my journey was alone. I had friends who tried their best to understand, but they didn't really know. And so what I did was I was documenting my journey on a YouTube channel. And next thing I knew there were 30,000 views on videos. And I was like, well, people are watching me. And so it was more like a moral obligation to show up for a community that was also in pain. And, um, and my friends did their best and they'd be like, yeah, we can go to the vegan place, but it has to have wine because I need a drink, you know? And we just made it work. Um, so having a support team was really important. But um, years after being healed is when I was presented with the opportunity to, to certify as a clinical hypnotherapist. And I was just like, fuck it. Like, why wouldn't I go deeper into this? I'm so in love with human behavior. I'm also an actress. So like, like understanding the way that humans work is something that is so important to me and, and fascinating. And the brain, like what we can create is so incredibly fascinating. I was like, let's get the certification. Like, let's show up in the world, like jam packed with all these different certifications. I have quite a few now. Um, and like, let's make some waves and make a difference and, and let women feel amazing again. And men too. Yeah. So you, you talked about you had a, this was a trial and error path before you got into the hypnotherapy what was the is there a community around what you had that you were able to bounce ideas off of and figure out what worked for others or was this something that you truly did all by yourself there is a very large community um so this is where it gets a little bit tricky because there are some women online at that time at this time uh, 2013, 2014, um, there were a few that were kind of talking about like, try vegan, try healthy, like this really helped me. But the problem with this is that this community in particular is very negative and they're very in pain and they love you while you're in pain. But if you're healed, then you're their enemy and you're a fraud. 
So the more I was showing up, I was getting a lot of like love and like, oh my God, you're so inspirational. You're so inspirational. Thank you. And then I was healed and I created a course and I was like, you guys, this is how I healed. Take the course, go through it with me. I will walk you through my process to heal this terrible, terrible thing. And then this community put me on blast. They like posted photos of me in their forum. Like this woman's a fraud. Don't buy from her. Like they're because hurt people hurt people. Right. And because they couldn't figure out a way to heal through normal Western medicine. Their doctor didn't ever say, hey, try this natural path. They automatically assume that whatever I'm doing, if, it, like, if they're in pain, I can't possibly be healing better. I have to be a liar. So there is a community. It's really tricky. Wow, that's terrible. I remember you going <laughs> through that and the posts were so negative in nature, but your outlook was so positive. Because you're like, yes, this is happening. I acknowledge it. It isn't correct. Um, I'm still on my journey. Like for the people that are hurt, like you said, the people that are hurting are hurting and they're just going to be negative and keep outputting negative energy. And I can't do anything about that. All I know is this. And then you just maintain your course and you were a lion and you, you literally made it out. So now, like, how do people not only like find you, but work with you because it's there's so many people that aren't local to LA that could use this so what is that process like yeah so I mean for for if it's for interstitial societies specifically um you can reach me through that Instagram channel pretty much which is the IC angel um but that is such a you know I've kind of put that to the side a little bit I still launch the course I still um I still work with people sometimes but but I've really shifted focus over to just healing the feminine in general. And the feminine is not just women. That is, you know, men who work in feminine energy too. We all have both. Um, so my website is upgradewithtaylor.com. And there's lots of free resources on there. There's free hypnotherapy audios and uh, womb breathing exercises and things like that. And I'm always releasing and launching new courses that I try to keep pretty affordable for what they offer. And, um, and yeah, but I just really encourage people to like reach out to me, DM me, email me and tell me what's up and like, let's have a conversation about it because women, men, like we all don't feel good for a million different reasons. Right. And I would never try to work with someone who I'm not right for. Sometimes people really do need a therapist. Um, I am a great addition to working on your mental health and growing and expanding as a person. Yeah, so that being said, can you describe briefly what a hypnotherapist is and exactly what you do? <laughs> yeah. Um, so. As I, I mix my coaching and hypnotherapy. So for the first 30 minutes of a session, um, we will do some coaching and, and do some mindset work, find solutions for things that you're working on. I tend to work with people for a six week period and that way we can like really do some work. Uh, we do a lot of work around self-worth, sensuality, pleasure, mindset, anxiety, expansion. Um, a lot of people love to work on money mindset with me so that they can like like heal their relationship with money and I like to say like invite money into your bed make money your lover and watch how he keeps coming back to you um but so we do that for the first half of the session and then the second half of the session I take you into the induction and this is where I put your body into a deeply relaxed state I change your brain over to the alpha wave state and then when you're in this state deeply relaxed I can offer your brain helpful 
and positive suggestions to help you on a subconscious level accomplish the things that you want to accomplish without that resistance. Because sometimes when we're just existing in our conscious mind, we can do the affirmations, I am worthy, I'm going to work out, I'm going to this and this and this. Um, but, but there's a lot of resistance there. But when it's from the subconscious space, it becomes automatic, you start doing it. And then a week or two later, you're like, damn, I haven't smoked in a week, I didn't even realize. So this can all be done through Zoom and online coaching. Like how is how is getting somebody to that state? How does that work through Zoom? I actually love doing it through Zoom, so I've actually shifted my entire business to Zoom, um, which obviously right now that makes the most sense anyway and right. I can reach people all over the world, but when I was doing it in person, I found it to be a little bit more complicated specifically with having men come into my space. And the reason I say that is, and I love men, I love working with men, but I found myself in a few circumstances where I didn't feel safe. Mm. Um, and, and there's a big boundary thing that happens where they want to talk over the session, keep going, tell me all the thoughts and feelings, and they want to go past the hour. And I don't really feel safe as a you know, hundred and hundred and something pound girl to be like, okay, get the fuck out. You know, it's just not right. But on Zoom, you know, like I have a little bit more control over the space. There's a lot of respect. I can also be really close with you and really intimate without being really close to you. So it's, it's way better this way. Plus I work with people in like England and Ireland and France. Like it's so cool who I get to work with this way. Yeah. That has to be wild. Are the, are you, do you notice similarities between people's overall concerns regardless of where they're from like are the people from england concerned about relatively the same thing as that we are here yeah i would say so i would say like the only the only thing i've noticed that's a little bit different is like sexuality and french people they're like i got it that's fine <laughs> um, <laughs> but english people are very like I'm an English woman. Like I, this is so uncomfortable for me. I'm, I'm a proper lady, but I'm like, no, let's talk about sex magic. Like right. let's get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very wild. So the other night we worked together, just you and I, and I, uh, I went under as the cool kids say that watch Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> but it was super relaxing. Um, it like you said, it was an hour session and it's very odd to reach that level of relaxation, but still being able to hear everything because you're, you're tinkering between sleep and being wide awake. And you're literally like floating in whatever chair or thing that you're in or on. So I was in my couch laying on my chaise section of the sectional and headphones were in. Nobody was around me. I was in my own house and felt super comfortable. We did our 30 minute coaching session, which was incredible. And then when we started the hypnosis, I always put like a, a slash meditation period because that's like, for me, that's more of like what it was. And it was so needed. And after that 30 minutes, you were like, okay, and open your eyes. And I'm like, no, like, <laughs> I don't want to go back to like the real world. Like I was so into what you and I discussed that I didn't want it to be over with. And not that I was going to talk over you and, you know, be ridiculous about the session ending, but I was like, my inner being was like, no, like I just want to chill here for a few more minutes and just like relax. And then when we ended the call, the zoom call, and it was just me, it was like the walls came back in and I'm like, Oh, so I'm not in LA. Like, well, that's really <laughs> depressing. So yeah, it was, it's recommended. Like, dude, you would, Yeah. I don't even know what you would, you would probably just like levitate off of the couch. Well, I'm a hypochondriac too. So I feel like I could really benefit from it. <laughs> um, but like, what is the process of becoming a, 
like that clinical part of it. Is there was there some sort of certification or anything that you had to require to register with somebody to be able to do this? Yeah, I mean, there's different programs that you can take. I know a lot of coaches will take an online hypnotherapy course um, just to learn how to do it. Um, I this was obviously you know before 2020, but I went to an in-person weekend, like long, um, like heavy, all day, every single day. Like a learning, retreat. Uh, what? Like a retreat. Not even. I mean, yeah, sure. In a in a really dull conference room with uh, fluorescent lights, sure. Um, but yeah, it was it was a three day long training program, and um, and by the end of it, I certified. Then I had to go through like the board of hypnotherapy and like do all that work. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's a relatively quick process. I will say, you know, there were some people in there where I was like, this feels odd because they didn't have any background in like working with mental health or coaching certifications or degrees in psychology. Um, I've been working with coaching and I have a few other certifications as well. So this just felt like a, like a fun, but, but special next step for me. Um, yeah, I just, again, like I love the brain and how it works. I'm so fascinated with it and I spend most of my time researching it. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. That's fascinating. I didn't know any of that because (laughs) again, like from a, from a follower's perspective, right. There was, that was the gap. So that connects a lot of dots because it was like an overnight thing where you're like, this is what I'm crushing right now. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like what? Yeah. I do a lot of my studying to myself like I don't really talk about it because I want to make sure that I understand it before I'm out there like hey guys I'm gonna be a hypnotherapist like I wanted to be like hey guys now I'm a clinical hypnotherapist let me help you rewire your brain to start creating the the life and and success that you desire and I'm also again like I'm very spiritual and very woo-woo and um and I love that the core of my business really is rooted in the law of attraction and manifestation and I love where I get to take the universal laws and mix it with the way that our brain works in neurology because I completely understand that the way that we perceive life has everything to do with the stories that we tell ourselves, the way that our brain is firing, all the wires that are wired the way they are, they're there that way for a reason. So when you start to decide to choose to see a different reality, your brain responds and then your body responds and then everything changes. And suddenly it's not that you're seeing every red light and you're like, fuck another one. Like, uh, of course, it's more like, wow, like I feel really guided right now. Clearly this red light is keeping me safe. And then everything else becomes a green light. It's amazing. That's a complete different lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. Mentally. Yeah. yeah. Are people after a session, I don't want to say reluctant, but like hesitant to keep going because of the change that they see already. Does that make sense? Hmm. I feel like that that's an interesting, you're getting so personal with them that sometimes it can be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like this is very deep or are those expectations set at like at the start? Yeah. I think, I think that you, um, I think that you know that I'm about to go in with you and I'm going to learn all the things because for me, I'm like a no TMI type of person. You can tell me anything and I'll go there with you, you know, and I'll tell you anything about my life, my body, my experience, my abuse, my whatever um, as well. Like, because I think that the more that we hide things and keep them in, the more we manifest these illnesses and, and these feelings that keep us in this like little box that we want to break out of so desperately, but we're so damn comfortably uncomfortable in this box. So I think if you're signing up to work with me, you know we're going in. 
Um, I think that when I see people reluctant to work with me again, the reason is because they go, well, I've spent the money and I have the result, so I did it. But um, they don't really understand that it does take three to six weeks to really establish new behaviors, even though after the first time you'll feel great, you'll see some results. It takes time, like anything takes time. Um, but that's why I started offering like three and six week programs to work with me because it just offers my clients so, so, so much more. Sure. Well, how many clients do you have at a time? Do you cap it so that you can fully invest or is it as many as you can? No, I don't ever do as many as I can because I put a lot of my energy in it and I'm highly sensitive to energy as well. Um, and I also do like a lot of other things. I mean, like I'm an actress and a creator. I also work in the fashion industry, but, um, but uh, yeah, I, I cap it at seven, seven clients at a time. And usually that's in a six week range. Um, but at any given time right now, I'm still, you know, a year into my business, I range around three at a time. And then I release courses that are more self-study and we have like a call once a week while you're going through it. And that way I can help more people at, at a time for a, a more like an easier cost, essentially. That was, we just got a Zoom. You probably got one too, a notification from Zoom. So that'll be interesting. Again, our first time ever doing this. So it's we'll fine. take notes. Yeah. But um, so the you said that you work with therapists or your your part isn't necessarily as down the line as like a traditional therapist. So have you ever gotten a client that has come into you and you're like, this is more, you probably need more of a traditional therapy route or and what's that conversation like? Absolutely. So generally when I work with people, I have them go through a 30 minute call with me first before we ever hop on. I also now have an application process. So I review the application and we get on the call and we talk about what they do want to accomplish. And um, I do this on purpose because again, like I had a situation early on in my career with this where um, a man made me feel unsafe and what he really needed was therapy. And, uh, and I, I didn't have the tools to help him with what he needed help with other than to make him feel good for future stuff. So we can heal the past stories. We can work on the future stuff. But if you're in PTSD, if you're in your trauma body, that is where you go for therapy. So if we're in this 30 minute call, you tell me what you wanna work on. I will straight up be like, I think that this would be an excellent addition to working with a traditional therapist. Start working with one, get that ball rolling, and then let's talk about how we can move you forward in life. Because I can't work with people who need to stay where they are right now and, and process that. So a real world example would be, I just came out from Afghanistan. I'm dealing with A, B, and C, opposed to, hey, I'm trying to understand my wife's love language more and also understand my love language more. And that would kind of be like one example of like a, a line in the sand, Yeah, I would say. Agree? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I, I work with soldiers with PTSD until they're kind of on the other side of it. Um, obviously, the other side of it looks like a lot of different things. Um, but having someone help them consistently and then they come to me to go, okay, I'm ready to move forward. I want to start a business. I want to love my wife harder. I want to be a better provider. I want to start making some money and income and I want to love myself again. That's where I come in. Hmm. Interesting. So you also said that you uh, like dabble in the acting. Well, what What's that like and how do those? It, listen, she doesn't dabble. Yeah. She, she has an IMDb. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. Can you talk I'm, about I'm that? Blown. Uh, I'm, I'm a SAG after actress. I've been in a few films. Um, acting is actually my main thing. It's oh, cool. been my main thing since I was a child. I started in theater. 
Um, I moved out here to do that. Obviously I got sick and that moved me down some interesting pathways, but um, I've noticed that the times that I just wanna be an actress and nothing else, it's not quite enough. And the times that I just wanna be a coach and a hypnotherapist and just that, it's not quite enough. I have to do both. And when I do both, I'm so energized by life. Um, but I love telling stories. I love embodying different people and stepping into their shoes, into their mindsets, into their processes and understanding what makes them tick. Um, and more than anything, I love telling stories that have already happened from the past. So to, to bring to life a piece of history or art or from a book, like that is probably my favorite. Did you study anything in college? Did you go to college? I went to college as a theater major with a French minor. I studied a little bit of psychology. Um, and then I moved out to LA and I started going to the Beverly Hills Playhouse, which is one of the like prestigious acting schools around here. I went there for three years um, and then just like started auditioning like crazy. Um, I finally booked a role in a horror film that made me sag. After that, I got booked in the Woody Allen film Cafe Society, where I played Kristen Stewart's roommate. Um, and then just from there, I, I've done like short films. I just did a short film in 2019 that won a bunch of awards last year for like best LGBTQ film. Um, I played a woman who goes missing and her wife is mourning the loss of her missing me hmm. um i'm very good at that like gone girl dreamy lost <laughs> <laughs> lost love interest part um i get cast in that a lot um yeah it's just it's it's also feminine embodiment for me like mm -hmm. acting is the practice of feminine embodiment because when i was so triggered and traumatized by everything i was so small in my body and i literally couldn't express specifically anger like i it was like i can't i can't get angry or i'm gonna explode like this, something bad's gonna happen because in my head if someone became angry, someone might get pushed down staircase. Like I just didn't know. Um, so acting actually became a playground for me to embody the entire range of emotions safely um, without ever having to be Taylor while doing it. And, and that taught me a lot. Wow. Right? That's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. I did not know this, obviously. Yeah, it's fine. I keep a lot from you, Derek. Yeah, I know, really. It's so cool. So the they kind of tie in with that whole aspect. Um, do you notice a more, uh, like with what you're dealing with now, a people that do acting tend to have a need for this, or is this more of a, everybody can use it? Everybody could use it, but, um, but I, I love my actors and my artists and my creatives, you know, I, I definitely will say like, I work with creative women, um, because like when you're an artist and you're an actor, there's still this like idea of the struggling artist is romantic. Um, but unfortunately, when we're struggling, we're not helping anyone. We're not actually doing our service in the world. And I deeply believe that it is our right and our responsibility as humans, as beings, as creatives to show up, do the damn thing, get paid for it so that we can put our, our, our love and infuse our love back into the world. Because when I rise, like raise my vibration for the planet, the planet comes with me. And that's how I want everyone to think. Because if we were all vibrating on a higher frequency, none of this crazy shit would happen and we would all be vibing and happy and prosperous and abundant and like there is enough for everybody there really is and i and i believe that from such a deep feminine level because this masculine model of success says there's only enough for these people over here and the feminine model is like no nah, there's there's enough for everybody if we could all just get on the same page yeah. are there any narratives in the acting world that you feel are um i don't want to say damaging but like this is what should shouldn't happen for everybody's mental health like are there any narratives that you can think of that like oh when this 
movie says this or does this scene it's not what we should all be aiming for all the time all the time and i in and it's changing now like the whole industry is shifting a lot right now and also from city to city it's different Mm -hmm. like what's filmed where and what's written where and all of our experiences but the thing is is that these are real experiences like this is part of where humanity is right now so even though in my like crazy analytical like intelligent brain that's like a computer where i'm like nope that shouldn't happen and this is programming and this is reprogramming and i have to remember like center we're all human doing the best that we can and that's why we tell these stories and it's actually great as a viewer who let's just say as an example i watched a scene of a man abusing his wife let's just say that's in a movie that's in a lot of movies Mm -hmm. And I can look in and be like, that's not right. But if I am a woman being abused by my husband and I'm in that situation, I'm not going to be able to see it from an outside perspective. So so perspective is everything, right? Like this film might give me perspective, like oh, that's what that's what Charlie's been doing to me. I didn't even realize. So this is why storytelling is important. Mm-hmm. That's a very interesting point. Is even though we're watching these horrifying scenes, it can reflect back on us to say, oh, this is actually happening in my life too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if every movie was like rainbows and daisies and personal development, we wouldn't watch them. Like, that's not fun either. It's We have to be spiritual beings having a human experience because that's why we're here. If we weren't here for the human experience, we wouldn't be here. Right, yeah. So doing the acting and also doing this seven clients during a six-week uh, time frame, do you sleep at all? Like, how are, how are you functioning right now? I feel like you're so okay. busy. <laughs> This is actually really funny. Um, it is it is part of my practice and part of what I coach and teach people. Um, the feminine is meant to rest. The feminine is meant to relax and receive and sit back and let the universe penetrate us essentially. Like we are divine creators being penetrated by the universe. And, and every time that I sit down and relax, that's where more downloads come through me where I go, women need this right now. I need to offer this right now. Um, but when I push, push, push and strive and do the masculine model, right? That 24 hour cycle mm-hmm. that you guys have that women don't have, we have 28 day cycles. I always burn out. I always get tired. I lose my shit because I'm a feminine woman. So yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> so yeah, I'm tired because I also work in the fashion industry during the week. And um, I'm burning out a little bit on that because I just love all the things and I'm such a curious person. I'm like, let me just shoot this short film. Let me work with my clients. Let me work in the fashion industry. <laughs> let me write this film. Let me audition for this random audition that came in at 7 p.m. that's due at midnight. But like, it's just, yeah, I'm tired. So, so it's important for me to remember and to show my clients that I also rest and relax and receive. Are you able to internally do this to yourself or do you have somebody that you go to for hypnotherapy to help reset you or are you just on a lost cause right now? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I have my own mindset coaches. I also work with a therapist on and off whenever I need one because important. Mm And I have a beautiful, incredible, supportive partner in my life. And he reminds me constantly to practice what I preach, to slow down, to calm, to ease, and to always do what I love and be who I am. Wow. That's fascinating. I mean, it makes us look like we don't do anything, but that's fine. We we press record and we just go nail it. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. But yeah, so so what's next for you? Like, are you trying to do another 
long films. She's trying to sleep, Mike. That's what well, she wants to outside, do. <laughs> yeah, definitely outside of that. But are you trying to do something in the acting realm where it would be like a um, like a serious TV show where you're occupied for X amount of period of time, or are you trying to focus on uh, clinical hypnotherapy, or you know what's what's next for well, the Taylor Carr? It's such a great question, and it comes from um, such a masculine model, right? What is next? Perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're part of the problem. I know. I am the problem. Everyone no, take it's, notes. It's perfect for you. It's perfect for you guys. Um, for me, I'm I'm actually working. What's next for me is to work to be in the flow and to surrender more and continue to um, be inspired by my own work. So, so whatever comes, comes. You know, like um, we just shot a short film last weekend that is being edited right now. And with that, I'm happy. And when auditions roll in, they come and I am totally a match for that and I'm available for it. Um, but but I will probably work, continue to work a lot on my business and helping women. I just had this like huge, beautiful download yesterday of a new course that I want to offer women called, well, <laughs> do I tell you what it's called yet? <laughs> it's gonna be called Activated Goddess to help reactivate the feminine, feminine to step back into their sensuality and into their essence and to start creating success from that place and i want to dive into that because it feels pleasurable and it feels good and i'm still following what feels good and yeah i'm just going to be in the flow with that and see what happens so we've talked a lot about trying to recoup or figure out like or reinvigorate their sexual pleasures do you get people that are often sexually confused and this is something that will help them or how does how do those two tie in Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so it's so interesting when I talk about sensual essence and and sexuality, but we automatically hear the word sex and we assume that that's what that is. And it just isn't even about that. And that's another thing that I want to bring into the world because my sensual essence is the way that I show up activated as a woman who has a colorful life mm. and seeks the things that I desire and finds pleasure in all of it. I want to feel pleasure when the sun hits my skin and know that life is beautiful and in the flowers and in, in everything that I have, the softness of my sheets, all of that is my sexual, sensual essence. And all of that brings me back to the core of who I am. And I could, I could do all of that and never have a single sexual touch in my life, but I'm still activated. You know that woman that you see and she's walking down the street and you're like, she has something and I don't know what it is because she's activated. It has nothing to do with who she fucked. It has something to do with the sexuality of it. All of that is a bonus because then that pleasure increases and, and your hormones regulate when you're more sexual and your bonds to your partners and your family and your friends all increase and your immune system increases all of that comes with it but it just isn't even about sex it's more about essence interesting but yes people are sexually confused when they come to me sometimes yeah. and and that's perfect exactly where they are and we can work on that mm -hmm. it's a it's a different language everything we're discussing is a different language for a lot of people where there's the audience that think it's hodgepodge there's the audience that's totally aligned with it. And then there's the other audience that's like, this is just something I've never even thought of before. And it's fascinating to navigate between the three different audiences and then figure out what works best for that specific person. It, it's insane. Yeah. Especially I would imagine, you know, your listeners, right? Because this is just, it's just such a different language, but I want to, I want to invite more people to get curious about this work because 
it is still a science. Mm -hmm. There is still a science behind it, which is why I stress that like I am a clinical hypnotherapist. I am trained to work with people and, and also there are miracles involved. And whether that is a miracle that you want to see through the lens of your religion or your spirituality, or just because sometimes life is miraculous, whatever you want, you're right. It's true for you. However, it's true for you. Yeah. Well, speaking of our listeners, is there anything else that you would like to add to talk to them or tell them something? Hmm. <clears throat> Sometimes there are things in this world that we don't know that we're missing. And we just know that something feels off or a little bit like you just want more. And this is where I encourage you to get curious with what is available out there for you because it's infinite. It's limitless. What's out here for you to feel like the most amazing version of you and that you have the life that you love and want, it's out there. So just get curious, be open-minded to whatever it may be. It may not be me. It may not even be my thought process. My thought process might be like, fuck that. And that's awesome. But, but be curious and watch, watch how your life changes. Sure. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Can you plug your, your social media again one more time? Yeah. So um, if you want to fo uh, follow me on social media, it's actually at Tayfem, T-A-Y-F-E-M-M-E. And my website is UpgradeWithTaylor.com. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Taylor, for joining us. We really appreciate it. This is an amazing conversation that I didn't know anything about. Uh, and everybody go check her out and see if you uh, would like to go get or start talking to her because she will blow your mind. Right. And thank you to you guys because we need more conscious men who are open to these conversations. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks, you. everybody. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.